0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Lo and Zo
1: Show. Today we've got a super fun episode for you. Lo, what is today's episode on? Well, today we're kind of going to build on what we talked about in last week's episode, which was, you know, really zooming out and taking a more lighthearted approach to life and shifting our perspective on, quote unquote, reality (laughs) uh, into something that is just more lighthearted, more... I don't know, just sort of possibility filled and less serious. And today we wanted to expand on that and talk about the unfolding of manifestation. And we always refer to this as the bridge of incidents, which is what we teach inside of our quantum creators course, and uh, really approaching this from a space of curiosity over judgment over, you know, control and allowing for things to unfold for us from this space of just having fun with things. I mean, we, in these last two episodes have endeavored to bring more fun back into manifestation, back into life. I think it's so easy to be so serious about things, especially after the last few years. And Zoe and I are both just sort of on this mission to be light and fun about things again. And uh, so that's what we want to talk about today. Anything to add to that, Zoe? no,
0: just like I love this frame on it all. It's just like light and fun. And on this side of the world, anyway, summer is right around the corner. So Lo and I have each set the quantum intention. This is going to be our most fun and joyful and freedom filled and peaceful, easy summer yet. So we invite you all to join that quantum intention as well. We can collapse waves into particles together with that. But I think it's really, really beautiful because We are the creators of our reality and the bridge of incidents is always unfolding after we set intentions and we can, we have the power to decide how we're going to look at that, how we're going to choose to experience that. And if we're actively choosing to have a fun lens, I'm going to have as much fun as, as I can, while the things that I desire are falling into place, like the universe has got it handled and I can get out of the way. When we give ourselves permission to have more joy and have more fun, we start to access that in each and every day. And then the compound effect of change happens where we find ourselves having more fun every single day, a little bit of fun here, a little bit of fun there. We look back on our life and we realize, wow, that's a fun, that was a fun summer. That was a quantum summer, or that was a quantum year because I actually focused on having fun and what you focus on expands.
1: Yeah. I think that, um, like what you're speaking to is the bridge of incidents is, it's life it's like we're way more often in the unfolding of things than we are in the having of the thing that we were wanting to unfold right and we sacrifice so much of our day-to-day enjoyment on where we are trying to get to when in reality if we can't appreciate and enjoy and make the most of the things that are unfolding as they're unfolding then we're missing the entire point (laughs) right like so you going to europe as an example is like, yeah, for sure. That's that's a bridge of incidents that's been unfolding for you. It's a manifestation in and of itself, but it is where you're being led at this point in time. And I have no doubt that there are big things waiting for you there, or, you know, that will come as a result of you acting on that impulse. But it doesn't mean go to Italy or go to Europe and be like, okay, universe, now what? Like, where am I supposed to go next? It's like, no, be in Europe, knowing that because it was aligned for you, that is where you are meant to go. And I think speaking to all of this, it's important to understand that we can really effectively follow the bridge of incidents by following what lights us up, by following what feels fun, by following where we're invited and what we're excited about. But when we do that, it's really important to consider and and remember that the bridge of incidents and the day-to-day lives that we're leading, living that are leading us to whatever it is that we want. That's what we have right now. We need to make the absolute most of it. And that's actually how we collapse timelines is by just loving on where we're at as much as possible and, you know, allowing for an unfolding that is based in fun, right? And actually like, I think about this in different areas of my life where I'm really not concerned about the space or the outcome that I know is inevitably be inevitably being created, those things unfold so effortlessly when I'm much more just enjoying the process. Like I've shared on here before, um, like a second business that I'm starting, or I've been working on it for a while, which is my like Mandela business. And, I mean, I say business just because I immediately was like, well, I'm going to make a course about this. And then that course started selling. So now it's like, okay, this is a business that I have and people inquire about buying the artworks and just, there's lots of things that I can do with it. But like, I know, I know how successful that's going to be. I just, I just know, should I choose to keep doing it? Of course. But also what I know is how fun it is like today to edit the reel and put it to a really fun song and share it on Instagram and then engage with people over it or like do this paint stroke and add that section of this Mandela and then sit back and look at it. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, it is going somewhere. I know that, but why would I wanna sacrifice how much enjoyment I'm getting right now from actually creating the thing, which is why I started it in the first place out of a need or a desire to have it be somewhere else now. It's like, it's not meant to be somewhere else now. And if it was, you would get there and then be like, okay, well now what? Like we're always living for the end of something we live, we miss or sorry, living our, our lives. Yeah,
0: I love what you're saying. Lo. It reminds me of this question that actually popped into my mind yesterday. And it was, if you knew that the relationship that your heart desires and let's say the family was a definite thing in the timeline like if I knew it was a definite thing what would I be doing right now and I'm like I would be doing exactly what I'm doing right now but I would actually have more fun like I would I would have I would release a bit more of this like whatever is needing it to look a certain way or is needing evidence is needing is like having a bit of that like clinginess energy and I was like I would just actually give myself permission to have all the more fun. So I started to explore that. I'm like, how can I actually have more fun and have even more joy and have even more playfulness energy? Because I'm already, I, I know how quantum creation works, but I also know that my heart's desires will always, always be made manifest. So it's like releasing the human choosing play, choosing the lens of fun, asking how can I enjoy today more creates even more of that. And you're speaking into low round, like following what, what lights you up. Like that's always where we're supposed to go. We're always supposed to be like having fun or following what is actually sparking fun and joy for us, because that's like the universe sprinkling the breadcrumbs. And it's like, come over here. Like this, this feels, this feels good. This feels good to your energy. And that's when you feel the most in alignment with the truth of who you are. You feel that passion, you feel that joy, you feel that presence with what is.
1: Something that's occurring to me as you're saying this is Zoe and I shared a couple of weeks ago that, you know, there's a new era of Loan Zoe and we're doing a lot more work together specifically around quantum creators. And by the way, I don't think we've mentioned yet that we have a um, two-day masterclass coming up called the quantum creation masterclass. So we'll link that down below for you guys as soon as Zoe gets back from the jungle, which she's, as you're listening to this, she's off in the Amazon being the badass that she is, but we we were talking about a month ago about how we both felt really called to focus our coaching, you know, everything we were doing in our coaching businesses more around low and so. Um, and like really, making this a priority. And it's occurring to me as you're talking that the reason, I mean, there's lots of reasons as to why that is, but I think the number one reason is that we have fun in the journey. We have so much fun in the journey, like recording this episode. There was no part of me that was like, Oh, I got to go and record a couple episodes with Zoe. I was like, Oh, so fun. Like, this is something that I get to do today. When we're launching a course or a program, we're talking all the time. We're bouncing ideas off of each other. We're connecting with you guys. Like There's just no part of it. That's like, I'm only doing this because I want to make money. It's like, it's like, we're doing this because it's fun. And that allows for us to be very unattached from the outcome. It's almost like the outcome doesn't matter that much. And then the outcome comes because we're in this lighthearted, open heart energy. Right. Is that how it feels to you? Exactly. Exactly. You're speaking
0: into it's like, And what we've started to ask ourselves in business and in our lives is how can we have more fun? Like, how can we actually Mm -hmm. have more fun with like everything low and so? Cause that's what feels good. That's what lights us up. And I feel like, I mean, when we're in that space of following what lights us up, we're in the space of unlimited potential and the more fun and joy and that we feed that, whatever that is for you in your life, whatever's bringing you joy, whatever's lighting you up, the more that you feed that, like it just expands. It expands. You feel that through other areas of your life and you become even more magnetic. And ultimately you enjoy the journey of life. You're actually living life to its fullest potential. Because you're actively choosing to follow what lights you up, versus deciding like whether it be unconsciously or whatnot, or deciding that you can't have that, or you can't mm-hmm. choose that, or there's too many things to be worried about. No, you are choosing yourself, and you're choosing your happiness.
1: Yeah, this is bringing up for me. I did a real like a year and a half ago on my Instagram about this sort of like phenomenon that I see and that I've experienced myself, and I see it with clients. Um, where, when they're having fun with creating content, their following online is growing regardless of where it is. And this is probably true for you with YouTube. Like when it was really expanding quickly, would you say it was the most fun? So fun. Yeah. Right. So no obligation, no shoulds. It wasn't something you were like forcing yourself to do. You were having fun. And then it became more of a job for you, or maybe just fell a little bit out of alignment for whatever. And you've shared about that journey. and it stagnated. Right. And what's interesting, or I don't know if you'd you'd say it that way, but like it, it, like you stopped seeing that growth to the same extent. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when I look at the areas, like, if I look for example, to like, I've been working on, I don't even like the word work because it's way too heavy. I've been growing this like Instagram account for my mandalas that I was talking about. Um, and you know, I really haven't been that, committed to it, but I shouldn't say I haven't been committed to it. I've gone like long periods of time where I'm working on, you know, other things. And so I'm not, I'm not consistent with it anyways. And uh, like, I took an entire month off of posting when we were launching our mastermind and I was doing a bunch of other things. And in that month, I gained 200 followers from just like old reels popping off and people like I was not, I didn't post on stories. I basically didn't even look at it for that entire month. And it's so interesting when you look at that versus, and like, even every time I open up the Instagram account, there's new followers, there's likes, like every few minutes I get more people engaged. Like it's just this effortless growth. And I'm not sitting here like visualizing 10,000 followers on that account. I've never done that. It's just an energy of fun and joy and presence with what I'm doing right now. And as a result. I don't even have to be that consistent with it. It's consistently growing. But then I look at the aligned entrepreneur as an example. And you know, maybe comparing them is silly, but I always just think about what's the energy behind X versus Y. To me, that's the only thing that really matters. And I can't tell you, like I consistently lose followers on that account. The more I post, the more followers I lose. I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's just a really I've had that account for a much longer time. So um, but it's, and it's just like, there's all this obligation. It's work to me. A lot of the time, a lot of the time it's work. It's things that I feel I should be doing. It has this energy behind it. That's not that much fun to be honest. And as a result, it's not really engaged. I mean, I get more story views from, and I know that none of these things really matter, but I'm just like giving an example of like the numbers behind the energy that is fun and lightheartedness. And I get more story views with my Mandela account that has like one twelfth the number of followers that my, um, my coaching business account does. Um, and you know, that again, it's just like, there's no strategy. I'm not consistent. I don't do any of the thing. I don't choose the trending audios. I don't even, I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. And yeah, it, it's fun, and it, therefore it's just growing, and people are drawn to it. And then this other place where I do a lot more of the strategizing and the consistency and the writing—you know, strategic captions and blah 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 whatever it does is lose followers, which is fine because they're obviously not people that are going to support my business, so I don't lose sleep over it. But I just think it's interesting. It's like this dynamic that happens where when we're letting something be fun, it works, and then when we take that fun away because they're like, "Well, now it's a job, and I need to do all these things," that that the the growth stagnates, right? And I know you've just recently gotten back into your YouTube channel and you're letting it be fun again and like it and it's working. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun.
0: And like, I love what you you just said, love, because everything you spoke into, I could just like feel little things cooking in me, like uh, where, you know, even ask myself, like, where can I have even more fun? Where like, might there be joy sparking that I haven't quite actually given myself permission to look at and to maybe follow a little bit more deeply? So I love that everything you're speaking into. And it's, it's like the effortless ease that when you follow the pathway of what lights you up, it is like, it's effortless and easy for you to create mandala snow.
1: (laughs) I can't tell you the ease with which, I mean, I put a lot of energy into the painting part of it, but just because that's fun. Like I don't, I don't even really watch Netflix anymore. I just paint like, that's what I would prefer to do. But even like the posting, I have no rules. I could post three times in a day and then not again for three weeks. And it doesn't matter. You know, like the whole thing is completely effortless. And I'm, I have specifically stayed away from any kind of strategizing around it because I'm like, sure. I could look at, you know, what hashtags or how, like the length that they tell you that real should be. I mean, I can even see my, the average watch time on one of my reels is like around 15 seconds, but most of mine are like 40 to 60 seconds long, but I don't care. I'm not going to like cater the content to try and meet some algorithm or someone's attention span. Like if you like it, I'm just, there's just only alignment behind it. I'm not doing anything that isn't just hundred percent authentic and yet it's growing and there's, it's making course sales and like whatever, connecting me with new people every single day. So I just think like when you allow things to be in alignment. You allow them to be fun, light, easy. There aren't rules. And that energy is so magnetic to people, you know, but it, because it's, it's fundamentally unattached, it's abundant and it's unattached.
0: Yes. Ooh, I love this. It's inspiring me, Low. <laughs> so. It's inspiring me. And your mandalas just inspire me. You guys need to go check out Low's mandala account. Because <laughs> you, you posted so. one to Low this afternoon where I like literally like, Oh my god! I watched it like over and over and over again because I was absolutely mesmerized. Like, <laughs> so. and that's because you you know you follow the joy, and your joy gets infused into these. And I feel the joy when I right. look at
1: them. You know, it's just like <laughs> well, that's I mean I've done this with other things before, and I I started on YouTube before I met Zoe, and that was a big part of how we connected actually. And it was the same thing. It was like as long as it was fun, it was growing, and it was effortless. And I just filmed really terrible videos of me like riding my bike around. Like when I look back, it's the most cringe thing, but I was having so much fun. I was like, hi guys, let me talk to you about how I drink three liters of water every, or how many, how many liters are you supposed to drink in a day? I can't even remember, but (laughs) anyway, like it was not good, but people found it and followed me. And you know, that was how I started online. And I know it was the same for you. Like you had, I was very inspired watching what happened, what you created with your YouTube channel inside your first like couple of years, specifically when you moved to Rome, but you were just genuinely lit up by like the life that you were living, even though it wasn't glamorous in the beginning um, and then sharing it with people, correct? Yes. I mean, I think I'm like, yes. Like, and actually
0: this is what's like emerging for me in my life as we're speaking to it. And what we've been speaking into is like, it's it's not going back to where I was, but it's like remembering when, it, when I let it all be light, fun, and easy, when mm-hmm. I let it be that way. And I think like a lot of us who have been on the healing journey and a lot of us had a lot come to the surface, of course, with everything that happened in our reality the past few years, but it's like, okay, that happened. We all have done the work and yep. now let's go back and enjoy life again. Let's allow fun in. Let's give ourselves permission to be led, follow the joy and keep sparking even more of
1: that in our lives. Yeah. This is actually like a big shift, even like the last three days, I've really decided about, you know, where I'm going in the coming months and, um, just like really letting what feels fun to lead me. And of course there's, there's some strategy behind, like if, if it's fun with Lo and Zo, which it is, it doesn't mean we're not taking the, the action to like launch our program to people and send the emails and stuff. But even that it's like, inside a container that is low. And so it's fun. Whereas in other areas, it's forceful, right? Fun versus forceful. That's really to me what it's all about. And so the more fun we can be having in any area, especially business though, I feel, especially if you're in any kind of like content creation, uh, you know, business that requires you to create content, How can you have more fun with it? And I think the beautiful thing is, is that this looks so different to different people, right? Like I see all these, like, this is what you need to do for your content. And I just kind of cringe because it's like cutting people off from sharing their essence, like sharing what like really lights them up because like, what if you have a way of creating coaching content that's going to just totally blow up your life and business but you're not letting yourself create it right now because you're like no but i need to do these like carousel things or these reels to these trending audios and it's like i don't know i I think in the last year or so i've gotten to a place where i'm like i am not willing to do anything that is not a hundred percent effortless and therefore sustainable to me because if it requires a specific strategy like following trends for the algorithm. I'm not going, I know myself, I'm not going to do that for the rest of my life. I'm not, I don't like rules. I don't like people telling me what I have to do. I don't like catering to, you know, whatever Mark Zuckerberg is telling us this week. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if it requires that it is not, it's like, it's like being in a relationship that requires you. To pretend to be a certain version of yourself in order to be loved. And as soon as you can't do that, it goes away, or you'll have to do that for the rest of your life. Is that the relationship that you want? It's not for me. Right. So I'm, I think for me, I'm just at this place of like, at least, you know, where my business, well, in all areas, I mean, this was a shift that I made right before I met my boyfriend. I was like, I'm either going to meet someone that I can be my total hot mess self with, or like my total authentic self with, And be safe in that. Or I don't want the relationship because I can't sustain anything else, especially with what the last two years have shown us or three years have shown us. It's like life can change like that. And something that you maybe at one point could uphold, you can't anymore. So for me with my business, I'm like, if it's not effortless and fun and easy and something I know I can do forever, if I decide to, I don't want to do it because it's too taxing at this point. And it doesn't even work in my experience either.
0: Exactly. And when it's not that, that free flowing energy from your heart space that lights you up, that's authentic to who you are. It is a hundred million percent, not sustainable. It's just not
1: because it's
0: trying energy. And there gets to a point where the trying is exhaustion because you're literally trying to hold, like it's, if we're thinking about a visual, it's like literally trying to hold up a mask to the world when it would just be so much easier to just be yourself, be authentically you. And that's actually the most magnetic energy. That's when it's Freedom filled for you because there's no one you're trying to be but yourself. There's nothing you're trying to do but just express yourself truly as you are.
1: Yeah, actually, as you're saying that, um, we built a whole curriculum around this idea, which is called Imperfect and Prosperous. And, um, you know, it is available for purchase, even though we're not launching it right now. So I'll I'll try to remember to link that down below, but it's loanzo.com slash IAP. And I mean, it's in the name, right? Imperfect and Prosperous. It was, basically shifting the beliefs and removing anything that's in the way from you allowing yourself to just be yourself and accept that that is enough and accept that that's the space from which you can receive it all and yeah if it's not that then it isn't sustainable and it's so interesting like i mean i don't know zoe and i are both projectors in human design and sometimes i wonder like if you're a different design type or just a different personality type Do some of these things come easier because I look at the things that people are willing to do in say on social media to stay, you know, keep the algorithm happy. And I'm like, I'm exhausted watching like the rules that you're willing to play by. And I personally don't have it in me to like put that much forcefulness into things. And maybe for some people, it's just like, they're perfectly happy to play by the rules and you know, that works for them. I don't know if that's like a manifester, manifesting generator kind of thing or not. But I mean, I think we traditionally um, attract the kinds of people into our work and, and programs that want to just live an easeful life. And easeful does not mean not doing anything. Easeful to me means doing the things that come naturally to you and that you would do for free regardless.
0: Yes, boom, mic drop. (laughs) That's it. Maybe all just do everything that's fun and let it be easy and give ourselves full permission to move forward in that way, deciding that that's how it gets to be for us. And it's okay. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay to just really let yourself be led by what lights you up and follow it, even though the ego might have its resistance, but just trusting in your heart that where you feel led and where that joy and that happiness is coming from that you're meant to be there.
1: Yeah. And I think one thing I'll just add is, you know, I think the barrier for most people in this is that they don't actually believe that following their joy is what's required to receive with ease and abundance. Mm -hmm. And so the way that I've kind of reframed this for myself, I mean, it's just looking back, I have so much evidence that like when I'm having fun, things are flowing and coming to me. Um, And, and, you know, look to times in your life when you were just really in a state of fun and joy and how things just effortlessly unfolded on your behalf. But I also think I regularly consider things through like the lens of the universe, which is like, what does the universe or God need from me in order to be taken care of? Like, what would make the most sense if I'm considering it not from societal constructs, but from a much bigger lens? And to me, it's like, of course, you're going to be abundantly provided for, for being joyful, for spreading that to other people, for being Mm
0: -hmm. in the moment
1: and present and authentic and sharing your gifts with the world. Like what could be more worthy of divine compensation than those things? And just starting to like lean into that and rewire that for yourself. If there's any part of your brain, that's like, it can't possibly be as simple as have fun and you'll make money. (laughs) But I mean, it, it is to be honest. Yeah. Try it out guys. Let us know. That's, how the, it only goes. Thing. that's <laughs> yeah. the only thing that's ever worked for me. Any trying has like stagnated results. Like, crazy. yeah. And one, one thing that comes to me, kind of a tip and it's what I've done in my own life is when
0: I couldn't quite get the ego around its safety stickiness around leaning into what feels good or leaning into something new or leaning into something different when I've done something a certain way over time is i put the frame on it as this is an experiment that I'm doing. This is an experiment me. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just use YouTube as an example. Cause I know we talked about that. It's just an experiment for me right now. Like coming back to YouTube, where it was an experiment for me to branch off and have a vlog channel. Like I just decided that it didn't matter if I did everything right. If I put all these things in, I was just going to like follow where I felt led and choose to experiment. And as long as I was having fun, that was where I was supposed to be. And it was all actually divine. And mm-hmm. I think, um, when I speak into that too, I think there can be a lot of judgment in the business space or in the content creation space around consistency. This is something that should be showing up for me, for me lately, but it's like recognizing that stay consistent where it feels fun and joyful and don't talk yourself out of it or don't back yourself out of it because it's, you're not maybe not yet receiving the result, the results that you desire. In my in my experience, like I think about me having the YouTube channel when I first started, the first year I don't know like a couple thousand subscribers maybe, and then the the blow up happened where it was like oh there was all of a sudden there was this occurrence where there was tens of thousands subscribers in like overnight a couple times when something went viral. So it's like you never know, but just keep following what lights you up and just. It's almost like put blinders on to the algorithm or the constructs around it, and just continue, continue to stay consistent with what actually feels good. Mm -hmm. It's okay to drop consistency when it doesn't feel good.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, and I mean when when it when you're having fun with something, you're gonna come back. Like even if you're not consistent for a while, you're like, well, I'm still gonna come back to this because it's fun, right? So if you guys are loving this kind of conversation and you want to dive more into the world of the bridge of incidents and unfolding and following the joy and allowing that to quantum leap you into just an entirely different reality in whatever capacity you desire, then join us inside of our masterclass. It is happening. I believe it's the 15th of uh, May. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait. It's just all kinds of conversations like this one, but we're going to get even more weird, even more quantum about things. And It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come have fun, come yeah. invest in a day or two of fun with us and then receive what's on the other side. Yes. Love you guys. Bye. 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 you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the low and zo show if you enjoyed this episode please take the time to rate it
0: and share on social media be sure to tag us until next time stay abundant